Imagine having a child with special needs while struggling to provide the care and education that is required. This is what many parents in Jamaica are currently experiencing. Six million US dollars. Over six million US dollars is what the Rockhouse Foundation sourced and expended to undertake several project initiatives in Jamaica. What am do with so much money? Come up find out. For over 17 years, the foundation has developed the epitome of inclusiveness. They've built one of Jamaica's first and only inclusion model schools for typical learners as well as children with special needs, planning also to expand over the next 10 years. They've incorporated free physiotherapy and other supportive measures for special needs kids. Yes, Masait, free physiotherapy sessions for children. You know, Sedem also provide free breakfast feeding programs to vulnerable children in these schools. They've renovated, expanded, and modernized several schools across the Negril and surrounding communities, along with providing ongoing maintenance and repairs. Who knows the importance of forward thinking? To provide additional teachers in order to optimize a teacher-student ratio for capacity building. The Rockhouse Foundation does. Them take things even further by implementing a technology-based literacy and numeracy program. They've rebuilt and expanded the Negril Public Library. They created subsistence farming throughout the schools to support and sustain their school feeding initiative. Additionally, the foundation established a COVID relief food distribution program by supporting vulnerable families that would have experienced food shortages during the lockdowns. You hear all of the things with Amadou? Yes, this is typically what you refer to as sustainable development. Rockhouse Foundation is truly invested in nation building. I can only assume that these kids must be feeling a sense of worth and the community a sense of pride. Progressive changes to the education system, I say. For the New York listeners, stay tuned. Something special day I feel too. Welcome to Impact 360 a program that informs, educates, and builds awareness of shared experiences on issues that affect human conditions. We'll be connecting with individuals and organizations that operate meaningful, sustainable programs, positively affecting people's lives. We hope that this helps to create a paradigm shift for us to live harmoniously with each other Kindness and compassion, as we all know, go a long way. So join the movement that celebrates improving lives, improving communities. I'm your host, Kandine. And in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the Rockhouse Foundation and its investments in early childhood education. The foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization operating out of Negril, Jamaica.
to speak more about the organization's accomplishments, we have with us Peter Rose, president of the Rockhouse Foundation. Peter is not just the president of the foundation. He's such an advocate who seemed to spend every waking moment building awareness. He's the person who provides what is needed at the most critical time. As Auntie Perry would say, anything more from Peter, quicker clap, me get it. <laughs> Clearly, this is Soldier Von Peter. Welcome. It's an absolute treat to have you here with us today. I'm delighted, <laughs> Sorry. To, be, I'm delighted to be here with you. You're one of the companies who is in the first cohort of this program. So thank you much for joining us. Well, I, I, I feel uh, <laughs> honored to be, to be joining you and honored to be in a, in, uh, amongst the group in the first cohort. Yeah. Great. Please share with us how the foundation came about and your involvement in its operations. Uh, I'd be happy to, and I and I will also um, provide some additional uh, information um, to to supplement your extremely thorough uh, introduction. And Ooh, thank you for that. Um, the foundation is the charitable arm of the Rock House Hotel, initially the charitable arm of the Rock House Hotel, uh, with the purchase and opening of uh, Skylark Negril Beach Resort, the sister hotel of Rock House. Um, Skylark comes on board as a, um, as a supporting uh, part of the, the constellation of support that we have for the foundation along with Miss Lily's Restaurant, which is the restaurant at Skylark, uh, but also has two locations in New York City and one in Dubai. So we're, we're, an, international, um, we're an international entity in the, in the sense of the, that constellation of support. The foundation uh, came into being uh, as a result of the really essentially the four sort of corporate tenets that the initial ownership group of Rockhouse uh, Hotel established when they bought the hotel in 1993. And those four tenets are very straightforward. Give the guests the absolute best experience that they could possibly hope for. Make sure that staff are treated with respect and dignity and uh, share in the success financially and in all other ways of the hotel. Be good stewards of the uh, environment, and to that end, we've been Green uh, Green Globe certified since uh, 2009. And then finally, and for the purposes of this discussion, to be uh, significant and impactful contributors to the community in which we are guests, they are hosting our business, and uh, it seems only right and reasonable for us to be um, providing uh, contribution and investment back into that those communities. So from 93 until 2003, that was, I would describe that as a somewhat ad hoc uh, kind of activity. A school would come to the hotel and say, we need a, a couple of computers or we need a room painted or whatever. And there was a general sense that there could be much more impact if we established an entity, the foundation, uh, be able to raise money overseas 
And the foundation only raises money overseas because we have access to that capital from our now you know, significant and, and large and long-standing loyal donors uh, that many smaller entities that are doing great work in Jamaica don't have access to. So we've never wanted to raise money in Jamaica and, and sort of in, our, in the way that we think about it, that would be taking money out of the pockets of, of fine NGOs in, in, uh, in Jamaica that, as I said, don't have access to that capital. Mm -hmm. So we formed the, the 501c3 in New York State in 2003 uh, with the intent of supporting uh, and impacting positively on the lives of children in and around the Negril area, more broadly Westmoreland and the western part of Jamaica. And our very first project was the complete renovation, modernization, upgrading of the Negril all-age school, which is right in the backyard of the hotel, quite literally. It's about less than a mile away from the hotel. Wow. And, and from there, we've done an additional six or seven schools, plus the Negril library, as you mentioned. And when I say we've done, that means we've taken on the, the full modernization of these seven schools, uh, creating environments that, you know, both the children, the families, the teachers, the ancillary staff, everybody that comes to school every day can feel proud of, can feel good about. And, and in many ways in Jamaica communities, the schools are sort of the center, center of. And so if the center of the community is decrepit and falling apart and, and a, a place where children don't want to be, that by extension says something about the community and so uplifting the school uplifts the community mm -hmm. and i th i think that i i may have mentioned uh in a previous conversation with you that when we do these renovations when we do this significant work we only hire people from within the communities in which we're doing mm -hmm. that work so there's that added benefit of some mm -hmm. economic uh um revitalization of those communities and Absolutely. There's, there's many people in those communities who, you know, the work, the renovation work that we've done, in addition to embracing the school and the community, has sort of created uh, an opportunity in individuals' lives to, to open a small shop or to um, get engaged in, in construction and have that mm. be a part of their ongoing uh, work life. Mm. Uh, so, so when we go about what we do we try to not just think about what's right in front of us but think about what are the long-term uh, additional collateral impacts that we positive impacts that we can have and i think that's uh in many ways defined what the experience has been for the last 17 years absolutely what would you say are some of the major projects that the foundation has so far undertaken you know, I think I think all of the projects dating from the very first one at Negril All Age have been significant, have been all encompassing to those uh, to those schools and or the library. Um, in the sense that we we don't go in and and pick one classroom or or you know the the lunchroom or go in and and really do the entire school from below ground to the top of the roofs, and that can be you know. Uh, plumbing and electrical and technology and so 
the grill all age, the Negril uh, pre-K, um, known in Jamaica as a basic school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Little Bay all age, uh, Moreland Hill Primary. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a small basic school near Little Bay called Bunch of Stars that we were uh, we were involved with, or that mm-hmm. we are involved with. These schools have all been sort of part of the Rock House Foundation family um, from the moment that we got engaged with them until now. But the but the largest and most significant and most complicated and most uh, um, ambitious program uh, or project has been the establishment of the Savannah Lamar Inclusive Infant Academy that you referenced mm-hmm. in the intro. Yes. And that is a, a school that we conceived um, didn't exist prior to, uh, to to creating it and is now having opened in 2017 with 33 year olds now has 165 children age three through grade two and will ultimately based on an agreement that we've just recently signed with the Ministry of Education in Jamaica uh, will be age three through high school. So all children that enter that school, that will mm-hmm. be their academic journey through high school, will be on the same compound with the same kinds of, of uh, special supports and approach towards education, approach towards teaching and learning. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and most significantly, the notion of being in a full inclusion environment where children with special needs are side by side typical learners in the same classrooms doing very much the same activities with an approach called, called differentiation, which is really focused on uh, meeting the children where they are, not assuming that everybody's on sort of a, the same uh, plane, but that everybody learns differently. Everybody's got different strengths, different challenges, different needs, and so forth, and that uh, our teaching and learning ought to reflect that reality. That kind of integration, though, I mean, why do you think that there was a need for both typical learners as well as children with special needs to be integrated within the same environment? Well, let me just say, first of all, that the reason that the school came to came to be in the first place was out of a a brief 10 minute conversation I had with a staff member at Rock House Hotel, probably close to 10 years ago now, who uh, shared the story of her young son who she had had challenges with from really from the time that he was born, mm-hmm. but finally got a, a, a thorough assessment when he was five or six years old and was was confirmed to her that, that he had severe autism. That uh, assessment was done in Kingston, which is a, a far drive from, from the western part of the island. Uh, came at great expense to the staff member who uh, worked in housekeeping. And once she discovered, or once she was provided with the information and the assessment results, was told basically that there was virtually nothing on the west on the western part of the island to help support her child. And that really stuck with me. And uh, though oh, we were in the midst of some other projects, a couple of projects in the pipeline at that point. So, it, you know, it took a few years to kind of um, put a shovel in the ground, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I, began to, I began to look at special needs 
children with special needs and what mm -hmm. the, the most um, uh, the most impactful kind of uh, approach would be to developing a school uh, for them. And it everything that I read, that I heard, that I learned over the course of those couple of years indicated that that full inclusion, having children with special needs and typical learners side by side in the same classroom was absolutely the most challenging way to go and absolutely mm -hmm. the most the, the best way to go. And so we were able to uh, work out an agreement with the Ministry of Education where they would provide three adults in every classroom, cap uh, mm -hmm. the student, this, each, each classroom would have between 15 and 20 students, 20 students maximum. And, uh, and those ratios will continue straight through as we move on into the primary years and on into high school. The other thing just that I just wanna uh, supplement to that very thorough introduction, as I mentioned, is that not only do we have a physical therapist on site, but we have two speech language therapists and speech-language therapy is a particular uh, need, not just for children that are identified with special needs, but for all children, really, um, as they are in those initial um, years of- Learning uh, stage. This, yeah. These Formative years. Very dramatic um, mm -hmm. uh, development. <laughs> Which uh, I completely agree and understand. And I might also- uh, on the island of Jamaica with 3 million residents, there are only eight speech language therapists. So oh. for SAV Inclusive to be blessed to have two of the very best on the island uh, is, is a real statement about those two individuals and their dedication and devotion to, to working with, with children, particularly in a school setting, mm -hmm. uh, but also of the importance of uh, when we develop a concept and bring it to fruition, that you can't bring it halfway. You have to take it all the way. Wholesomely. I completely agree. And I would suspect that this is helping to promote patience, kindness, empathy, compassion. I mean, I'm sure the community, you know, by extension, has welcomed this effort graciously as you said it's it's incredible and you know they're they're completely blessed i feel blessed <laughs> i feel blessed and i'm not even a part of it it's that's incredible that's an incredible feat well done well you are part of it now so <laughs> <laughs> i suppose <laughs> um uh. And, and without a doubt, I mean, I think I think people uh, feel, you know, very positively about what's going on. And I but I should really emphasize that, you know, that we tend to sort of orient our, our interest and our and our uh, attention to the children with special needs mm -hmm. because there's so many challenges for children with special needs globally. There's challenges these yeah. days. There's challenges across the board with everybody. Yeah. Um, but so but but children with special needs have their. Their their own special challenges. Of, well, it, it it is. I think that the I think that the thing that has been the most um, wonderful sort of collateral benefit, if you will, of developing this school, is that the stigma stigmatizing of children with special needs is is also a global phenomenon. Mm -hmm. um, 
the this the the isolation and uh, ostracizing of the families of children with who have special children with special needs is mm -hmm. global, and it certainly is uh, it certainly is present in Jamaica. What's happened is that children don't come out of the womb stigmatizing other children. Adults teach them how to do that. Mm -hmm. So for all children to attend SAV inclusive at the very earliest uh, stages of their academic journey and to learn right away that children, regardless of their mobility, regardless of their speech, regardless of their uh, physical appearance, regardless of anything, are human beings on this earth deserving of love and respect and kindness and caring just like everybody else um, is, a, is a wonderful sort of a, a, a benefit of, of what we're doing. But additionally, the impact on the on the adults, the, the parents of the children of uh, of the typical learners and their embrace of children with special the children with special needs in school, um, I think has even a, a wider reaching and, and greater impact because it's stigmatized in their in their minds and their um, how they see things as well. Supporting kindness and empathy. Yeah, we all need yes. that. We all need that for we sure. Do. It's in it's in short supply in many places right now. So yes, I agree. <laughs>